Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, my friend, how are you doing this week? Man, Stephen, I am good. I, it is great here in Atlanta. Uh, here we are recording on Sunday evening. And as you said, it is dark here in Atlanta. The sun has already gone down. The time has changed. So it gets dark really, really early. But as I understand there in Phoenix, it's sunny, beautiful day, huh? 81 degrees. The sun is just now starting to go down a little bit, but it's still a beautiful day here in Phoenix. Oh, that sounds fabulous. It's awesome. So we got a kind of a hodgepodge episode today. We're going to go over a few things. I know we're going to talk a little bit about your Mighty Networks community. And to hit you a little off guard, though, I want to hit you with this. Tell us about what you're recording into that's different than what you've done before. Yeah, so I am using a tool to record into that uh, our mutual good friend, Heather, uh, she's been using it for her podcast, but the tool is called Descript. And uh, essentially, I mean, it has a lot of different features in it, but one of the features is that you can uh, record uh, directly into the tool. Now, normally you and I, we record on to our SD cards and our roadcasters, or I also record into software on my computer, Audacity or something like that. So this is just a additional software that I'm trying, uh, trying out. Uh, it's called Descript. Uh, but the neat feature that I really want to test out here is that it actually records both of our voices. So we're remote via Zoom, uh, but it's recording my voice as well as your voice. And it spits out a transcript of our podcast as we're talking. And so uh, I'm going to try that out and and we're going to see just how well this little Descript tool understands the Southern accent. Well, if it does, then they are onto something because some of your dag nabbits and, <laughs> and, uh, and I can't even think of them. Uh, there, there's just so many that you come up I've with. Got so many. Yes, I've got so many. But good. So that's one of the things that we do on this podcast. We try out new tools. We're yeah. Being being creative and and how we not only run our businesses, our online businesses, but how we produce podcast episodes. So it's pretty cool. I'm excited to hear how this experience goes and if the transcript is even close to being accurate. So we'll find yeah, out. We'll, we'll, we'll see just how close it is. Absolutely, I got a feeling it may be creating for me a lot of work to go back in and. and <laughs> Properly edit the transcript after the fact. You know, I use I use Happy Script, so I I got Happy Script off of uh, AppSumo, one of their lifetime deals. I don't know what I paid for; it was like fifty nine, sixty nine, seventy nine dollars, something like that. And I use that in my day job a lot, where I do weekly town halls for about uh, ten minutes or so. And I, because we have some hearing impaired people, I do transcripts, I do subtitles, uh, and right. it, and it works pretty well. I would say it's. 80 to 90% effective right out of the box. And I go in and clean up a few things, acronyms and things that I use that it just doesn't, you know, cleanly uh, transcribe. But uh, I would, I'm very happy with the tool that I use. It'll be interesting to see. I might have to switch over here depending on your, your um, experience. 
Yeah, I mean, I, there's lots of options out there. And in HappyScript, right, it uses um, voice recognition software, just like Descript does, I'm sure. Uh, there's other services out there. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but there are other services out there actually where you have a human. A human actually transcribes your audio content for you. Now, obviously, they they can't do that live like we're doing here with Descript. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, that's it's going to be interesting to compare how uh, you know voice recognition software how accurately it transcribes our podcast versus having a, a human actually do. Well, it. a human sounds like it's much more expensive <laughs> than I would think. Yeah, I would I, think, yes. you know, in Happy Script, it gives you an option. You can use their their technology, which is what I do, and then I clean it up. Or you can pay. I think it's a dollar a minute. A dollar a minute, and you get a 24-hour turn, or maybe it's even quicker than that, that um, you can do it. And, you know, for people people bootstrapping an online business, trying to figure this out, and you're not making any or much money uh, as you start out, you know, these are things that that you got to think about. You know, do you want to pay someone to do that? Do you want to use the technology? And even do you want to use services like that? Because you know me, I'm a tools geek and nerd, uh, tools, if, if you go back, you know, three, four months and you start looking at all the things that you buy, it really can add up on you. So I would just totally. caution people, start with what you really need. And then as right. you make money, you can reinvest some of that money back into more cool tools and gizmos. And I need to follow more of my own advice here because I kind of geek out on some of this stuff. Yeah, no, it's easy to do. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a gadget nerd too. Mm. It's easy to see a new gadget and, and want to try it out. Uh, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about in our mastermind, and I I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast here or not, but at some point, everybody in our mastermind, we envision having a virtual assistant in in our business. And one of the activities that I anticipate being the first to provide to give to a virtual assistant is a lot of the the podcast, you know, editing and show notes and, and, and a lot of that, uh, uh, that, that process necessary to get a podcast episode ready, I probably am going to offload that to a virtual assistant sometime in the next, say, quarter or so. That's, that's my desire anyway. But what I need to do first is make sure that I have a system that I can give to that virtual assistant. And I can't, it would be irresponsible of me to just hire a virtual assistant and say, go do it. I, I need to be able to demonstrate, well, here's here's what I want it to look like. Here's how, you know, I'm not necessarily worried about exactly how you do it, but I got to have a system that says, I'm going to have a recording ready for you. Here's the things you're going to do to it. Uh, then you're going to put it out, you know, on Simplecast is what we both use for hosting our podcast. So I, I've got to build out that system. So that's part of what I've, I'm doing here in Descript is I'm trying to, try that out to see if this is a part of the system that I will turn over to a VA at some point. And I'll let the VA do all the, uh, uh, I'll let her struggle or him struggle with the Southern accent that's in the, uh, the script transcript. But one of the reasons I want the transcript and put it into the podcast episodes is because one, that can help with SEO, right? You, you have better show notes when, when you have that. But two, a lot of people, I mean, I do it all the time where I listen to a podcast and I remember something, but I'm driving in my car. Uh, when I get home, I want to go and find that. I'll just go to that that episode and search the transcript for 
the words that I remember being used, and then I'll get the information I need and, and move on. And so I want to provide that for the listeners of the Rookie Leaders podcast uh, to, to have a transcript. So that's why I'm really trying out this tool. So I, I'm excited about it. We'll see how well it does with uh, with our podcast here. Yeah, it's amazing. Just over the last year or so that we've been doing our podcast and all, just the way we think about our businesses and the way we are thinking about leveraging help. And a year ago, I wouldn't even have had any of these thoughts. I was just trying to figure out how to connect with someone. Absolutely. Totally agree. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to call them problems, challenges or or whatever. The challenges we have today are totally different. Yeah than what we had a year ago. That's so true. And, and that's, that's what I'm excited to, to share with the listeners is, you know, if you're a year or two years behind us, uh, we can help you see, feel, and kind of come to terms with some of these challenges that, we, that we've Absolutely. overcome and still are trying to figure out how to, how to overcome. But it's exciting nonetheless, because we are passionate about what we're doing and, and we're all in on this stuff. So today, today we talked about before we hit the record button about talking through some of your mighty networks uh, activities you have going on. That's the community that you use for your online business. And I know you have a lot of things going on, not only with the community itself, but with different courses you have loaded in that community and how you, Mm -hmm. how you uh, sell and offer those courses to your community and to the public. So it'll be great to, to catch up on what the latest is about your community. What's going on? Yeah. So, you know, I think the first thing to do is just kind of explain, well, what do we mean when we talk about community? So formally titled Credible Leadership Community, uh, but think of it as a membership site, right? And so a lot of of online business people have membership as a part of their their revenue stream, as a part of their their business. And, And I have it as well as a part of my business, but uh, rather than call it a membership site, I prefer to call it a community because I'm actually making it a part of the free content that's available as a part of my business. So, uh, for instance, I have the Rookie Leaders podcast, and those podcast episodes are free, right? You can subscribe to the podcast and you get that free leadership content through that podcast. Likewise, I want an online community. So think of this as a, um, you can think about it like a Facebook group, right? And you, you may say to yourself, well, why not just go over to Facebook and, and create a group and they're free and people could join the group and so forth. And, and all that's true, but there's a lot of things that play when you utilize Facebook or LinkedIn or, or anything else like that, that, uh, that I'm not sure I wanted to be, you know, within the community. I mean, you have, for instance, you have the algorithm thing uh, in Facebook uh, groups where someone may post something and not everyone in the group that may see it, right? They may or may not see it based on the algorithms that Facebook determines. And then obviously Facebook can change the rules of their group at any time. It's their platform. And I'm not sure I want to build my community on someone else's platform that way. And so I went out about finding, well, what is a good tool that I can use? What's a good platform that I can use to build out this community that will enable me to avoid a lot of these drawbacks that that I have with like Facebook groups, for instance. Uh, And I came across Mighty Networks and uh, I've been using them now for, gosh, I guess close to a year, maybe close to a year now. 
uh, I've been using Mighty Networks for my community. Um, and I'm, I'm incredibly pleased with the product itself. I'll, we'll talk about maybe a little bit later, all the features and functions that I'm utilizing as a part of the community and what I'm offering through it. But first and foremost, I want this to be a community. And what I mean by that is I want it to be a gathering of other people from lots of different industries that are seeking to advance their leadership capabilities and skills, seeking to build better teams that they lead and, and things like that, such that we can all learn from one another, uh, such that we can all gather you know, encouragement and motivation from one another. Um, if, if I sell someone a course, I don't want them to just have something that they can, like a video course to watch and learn and be done. I want them to have something that they can learn from and then go into a community and actually engage with that community in a way that, that helps them to actually uh, perform to actually do what they've learned in some of the courses that they'll get from me. So that's kind of the reason I've built community as a part of the business that I have here. You know, the communities outside of Facebook are getting more traction these days. And, and you know, Facebook, it's, it's like renting a house. You, you have a rented, rented space and the landlord, Facebook, uh, good old, uh, good old uh, Zuckerberg there. He can, he can decide to shut it all down. He could say one day, you know what? I've got more money than I could ever spend in a hundred lifetimes. And uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to uh, sell it or I'm just going to shut it down or whatever. And you're out of luck. You're out of luck. He could, with all of the things going on in the world today with social justice and politics and everything, if if anyone in your group or on your page says something inappropriate or wrong or somewhat inflammatory, Facebook could shut your page or your group down because there is a lot of sensitivity around that. So it's it's always a, a bit of a crapshoot with Facebook. Now, will it go anywhere? I doubt it's going to go anywhere. Is it going to be unavailable all of a sudden tomorrow? No. Very, very unlikely. But that still doesn't mean that they can't clamp down in ways that could make it much harder for you to connect with your tribe and them to connect with you. And it becomes much more difficult than it should be, which then leads to this thing that you're doing and have done for this last year or so is people are migrating off of Facebook for a lot of those reasons. And in some cases, and I hear this occasionally, and I know you have, People don't want to go on Facebook. They just don't want it. They're like, they're like anti-Facebook. They're just burned out on Facebook. If you have a community that they want to be a part of and it's on Facebook, they choose to not be a part of it because it's on Facebook. So now upsides of Facebook is it certainly gives a lot of uh, people are aware of it. People know it. They can get to it easily. Everybody's there. Then they get distracted by the ads. They get distracted by all the all the squirrels running around in front of them on Facebook that can take their experience away from where you would prefer it to be. So people are migrating off to these other platforms, whether it's Mighty Networks or Kajabi or Circle. I'm in uh, Pat Flynn's SPI Pro and he uses Circle. I think it's circle.io and it's a, it's a new one out there as well. Kind of like a Mighty right. Networks. And 
these platforms have one thing in common. This is paid for space that you call it own, although you're renting it, it is your space. You own the content, you own your audience. It's not like the rented space more or less on Facebook. So those are good reasons, in my opinion, to, to have something outside of the Facebook network for your community. And it brings a little bit of personalization to it that people are so accustomed to Facebook and that interface. It just feels very commercial to me. Yeah, totally. I agree. And I agree with your, your thoughts that, you know, some people are, are wanting to get off of Facebook, especially when they're in that, that need to learn mode or, or, you know, need to self-development mode. Right. Um, because Facebook has so many distractions built into it purposefully built into it to, you know, to keep you on it. They're, they're very wise about the way they do that. Um, but I think you're right in that, especially like during election season with all the, you know, political things that are found there on Facebook. And then, as you mentioned earlier, you know, everybody, including me and, and you and others, we have uh, ads that that run on Facebook. I know I'm getting hammered right now with, with uh, Christmas ads, right? Gifts that I should buy for my wife and things like that for Christmas. And, and so I think you're right is that a lot of people, um, you know, they get tired of that kind of thing, especially if they're in this mode of, I want to be a better leader. How can I be a better leader? Well, they don't want to be inside of a platform like Facebook that's going to offer up all these other distractions as well. Um, I'd also say too, I, I like the idea of getting off of uh, things like Facebook and others, just because I feel like I have, even though I can be the administrator of a group in Facebook and all, I have a lot more control on my own platform here uh, where I can ensure that this is a safe place for someone to come and learn leadership and come and learn teamwork. You, you don't have to worry about Facebook trolls or, or something like that. Right. So I have a lot more control over it. And, and like you said, it's, it's still somewhat rented in that I didn't build this platform. This is Mighty networks platform, but what I'm doing is I'm renting fr from them, the feature set, the features that they offer in their, in their platform. And then all the content Anything that I that, that's put there, I own that. Not Mighty Networks. I actually own that. So uh, it's it's a lot different from uh, you know a Facebook or even LinkedIn or some of those other things uh, that that others might be using. Uh, but I believe it brings a better supportive environment for people wanting you know self development as it relates to leadership or teamwork and things like that. It's just a better environment in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. So, so walk us through, if you would, what are the ways that you leverage mighty network for your business? What are those core things that mighty net network brings to you as a business owner and to your uh, community who is inside of mighty networks? What, what are those things that it really offers you? Yeah. So, you know, I think first and foremost, um, it brings to me this opportunity to offer to anyone in my audience, whether they're listening to my the Rookie Leaders podcast, whether they're listening to this podcast, whether they're maybe reading some blog, blog articles on my website, it, it affords me the opportunity to invite the, that audience member into this community, into this gathering of other people that is like them, right? And some of these people in this community are in, in the exact same spot, right? Some of them are brand new leaders. Others are 
CEOs that have been in that position for years, right? And so you've got the whole gamut of people in this community, but it, it gives me the opportunity to invite those the audience members that I have uh, into this gathering of people that just like them, they want to grow their leadership skills or teamwork capabilities and things like that. So first, it just gets them in a community of other people like them. And when when you get in at that level, it feels a lot like a a, um, a Facebook or, or a LinkedIn or something like that in that it has a an activity feed. So I could, I could post a question, right. You know, there and just, and just everybody would see that question and, and people could respond to that question. Um, I could post, you know, encouraging leadership quotes. I can all kinds of things like that. So first it's just inviting, you know, my audience members into a community of people where we can gather together and, and learn from one another that way. And, and then it gives me, all kinds of capabilities of posting articles and, you know, information. Uh, I put uh, uh, um, rookie leaders episode postings in there and uh, I can post in their interviews with other, other community members, um, but, uh, and create groups. I, I know I have a book club group in there, for instance. And, and so I, just a lot of features that I can provide for those community members, but then there's, there's probably two main features that I enjoy the most as it relates to then making available to those community members. And the first one is events. So it offers for me the opportunity to create an event. I can create a live event and then I, I can invite all the community members to that event. Uh, it wasn't long ago. It was about a month ago. I had a, a great webinar entitled um, uh, Becoming the leader everyone loves and wants to follow, right? And um, so that recording is still there actually in the in the community, but it en enables me to create these live events and, and they're going to be on Zoom, uh, right? Because we're all virtual these days, but I could even schedule a in-person event. It, you know, if I wanted to invite all the community members that were local, I could invite them to a, a, an in-person event as well. So I really like that events feature within the community because it, it, it allows me to, in, in a live manner, get community people together, community members together. And then the second big feature that I love there is the courses feature. So I, I have the ability to create online courses and make those available to community members. Those can be uh, free courses, which I have a few courses in there that are free right now or those could be paid courses. Um, and so community members, while they don't have to pay to be a, a member of the community, these uh, these in-depth courses, um, some of them, they can pay for those, right? So you, you can be a free member of the community, but when you see a course that you know that you want, then you have the opportunity mm -hmm. to purchase those courses as well. Yeah, and the way I see it, and, and this is just me, you know, as I hear your evolution of, of this, of this uh, community with Mighty Networks and thinking about as your growth of your online business, you're, you're continuing to provide content. You're adding these free courses at times. You have a couple paid courses. You're doing these events that you spoke of. And the events with Zoom, is that integrated within Mighty Networks or is that outside of Mighty Networks and you have to bring it in? So it's, it's, it's about halfway fully integrated, if you will. So today, uh, with a recent update that Mighty Networks actually did, 
today, if I were in the middle of a live event, so let's say I went into Mighty Networks and I scheduled an event. Well, let's, let me look. Right now it's 7.20 p.m. my time, right? Mm -hmm. So if I had an event scheduled at 7.30 p.m. to start at 7.30 p.m., well, then if you logged into the community, it would tell you at 7.30, hey, there's a live event, right? So it, it would project for you and give you noti notifications and notices there in the community. Hey, there's a live event. Do you want to attend? And it would allow you to click on that and, and, and see the information. And then it would actually take you outside of the community and into Zoom where you, would, you know, you join the Zoom room and, and so forth. So, and you would conduct the, the meeting then there in, or the event there in Zoom. Um, but the live notifications would be in the community. Now, the next release that, that they plan to, uh, to put out, which I don't exactly know when that'll be, but they're actually going to embed Zoom into the community page. Well, that's good. That's, that's their plan. Well, it's yeah, just so, bringing the whole experience inside of one place. Right into the community. Yep. yep. Uh, All in one place, bring the whole experience. That's, that's the idea. Yeah. And, and that's awesome. And, you know, as, as this evolves and as your business grows and as your content grows, and as you mentioned, people can join your community for free. They can get access to not only the other people in the community and have that discussion around leadership and the topics that you bring up on a regular basis, but also consume the free content and courses and things. And then, decide if they want to enroll in a paid course. But as all of this stuff and content grows and grows and grows, I'm going to, going to go on a limb and imagine that one day in the not too distant future, if I come knocking on the door of community.credibleleaders.com, somebody's going to say, uh, what's the secret password? And it is 16 digits of a credit card number. Yes. It is yeah. is that a, is that the right assumption that I'm making? How you're going to evolve this over time? Well, I do believe that that will be the case. Um, I, I think over time there will be a strictly paid membership part of the community. I think the way I envision this is there will always be a front door that's free that's going to give you some level of content, but yeah, there will be. Um, you know, monthly subscription-based membership revenue uh, that gives you then access inside the community to additional content that you wouldn't have if you were a free member. Yeah, and that's and that's going to get people to come into the living room for free. They get to look around and see the fireplace and all. But if they want to get to the kitchen and they want to get right. to the to the party room in the back where all the good stuff is at, such as maybe the courses. And things. That's what a membership can do for a business is you can get them in, you can give them a lot of, you can love on them with free content, but then for them to take it to the next level, they get in, they can get courses and things like that. So in, in my SPI Pro with Pat Flynn, I can get into his community. So I pay an annual, I think I pay four $4.97 for an annual membership as a founder, founding member of that. I go in and with that, you get access to not all of it, but many of his teachable courses included with that. Now, you don't get the big premium ones like email marketing magic and some of those, you know, podcasting ones, but you get some of the smaller ones and those are included. And that's how he's leveraging his membership. He's the thing with memberships, and I, I know you would agree with this, is you've got to be evolving the content. It just can't be 
you, you get into the you get into the house and it's just the same old furniture every time you walk in the door. It's gotta you gotta have some new stuff, some new furniture, some new content, some new courses, some new perspectives, and that's what is going to not only grow your membership base but retain your membership base. And if you can keep keep folks around for six months to a year, now you're talking about a revenue stream and a flow of predictable recurring revenue that's going to really add value to your business as well as add evolving value to community members that come in. Yeah, from a from a business standpoint, right, it's very attractive to have recurring revenue like that, right? Subscription-based revenue. That's very attractive uh from a business standpoint and in something that uh that yeah, I, I certainly want to get Yeah, we that. love that passive recurring met revenue. I, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I don't exactly yet know exactly how I, you know, kind of segment that 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 community. It may be that, you know, uh as a free member of the community, you see the activity feed and maybe you see the groups and things like that, but you don't get access to any of the events, the live events, unless you're a paid member or um, you don't get access to uh, some of the courses and things like that. So I'll, I'll have to segment it out some, some way to differentiate a free community member versus a paid community member. Um, and then it, and then obviously too, I've got a, at that point in, in my um, adventure here in online business, I've got to make the decision, well, how do I handle those individuals that have been a part of the community for all this time on a free basis? I, I don't exactly feel like I can just take features away from them. Uh, and so it's likely that those that get in early will be free forever, right? Um, because they're, they're the early beta users or beta community members, if you will. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's something down the road that I certainly intend to put into the community is a, is a paid membership segment of the community. No, I, I love it. I, I think, um, like we always talk about you, we're going to, you're going to wake up in about two, three, four, five years, and you're going to have a, a nice paid subscription model going and, and that could really fuel, fuel, fuel the business from a recurring revenue. You you're, you're out doing your workshops that I know you're doing and you're doing some of these other in-person things more so when COVID kind of gets beyond us, but these virtual workshops and, and these, and now you are building your schedule and your life around the way you want to run this business from Myrtle beach, South Carolina, as I know you want to do someday. Uh, Hilton head. Ah, same thing. It's all cool. It's, it's not the, okay. Myrtle beach is North Carolina. Oh, see, see, well, I can't help it if you're going to the wrong place, uh, but, but from Hilton head, South Carolina, running the business, doing the number of workshops you want to do, but always looking at this community and knowing that your business continues to evolve and to run and to provide recurring revenue. And you can program what you want that content to look like. Then you can outsource that. You can get partners to help you provide content. You can you can leverage all these different mechanisms to add value and content to the community. It doesn't always have to be you. And then you could set that up and then run your life and the other things you want to do. So the beauty of a membership, uh, it's great. It's just, you know, getting it started, takes some work and takes some, takes some, uh, you know, to, you get to, to get people in there. You've got to add tremendous value and to get that going, it just takes effort and time. Yeah. And that's, you know, we talked about a number of weeks ago, our annual planning that we did and, and all. And um, I think last week we actually 
talked about as uh, talked about as a part of my update. I'm I'm uh, doing a revamp of the website, and that that website is it, it, it's clear in my mind what it what needs to be on it now because of that annual planning. But that annual planning has also really helped me to focus in on, especially over the next year. Uh, I really want to focus in on the Rookie Leaders Podcast and the Credible Leadership Community. Those are kind of the two things that I really, really want to focus in on. Uh, and that annual planning has has helped me to to identify that. And so uh, the community will be a big part of my next year. Yeah, I think it's, you're right. The annual planning, it, it's a forced way to stop squirreling out on stuff. It, it gives right. us those top okay. few. I know for me, it's it's specifically around ad revenue and and bulking up my course sales and and coming up with a, a product that I can sell the community I have. And uh, it's not allowing all the other outside influences to take us off our game. And they will, because we're not perfect. I mean, I still have uh, a few shiny objects in my rearview mirror that I'm, I'm trying to escape from. But it, it's great that the focus is there and your effort is spent really driving those core few critical things for your business. And I know you're doing the workshops and this community uh, feature that you have that you're building up. These things go hand in hand. Your workshops feed into the community. Your community can get access to the workshops. The it's I know you did a workshop for for my team and just the ability of my team to take that workshop that you did live and to get access to it within the community there's so many multi-purpose ways to leverage the community and your other parts of your business. I think it fits uh, hand in glove there. So, so good stuff, my friend, what other uh, thoughts on community before we wrap this up? Well, I think, you know, uh, one, one thing I will say is that, um, you know, for those in our audience that uh, you are considering building out some type of community, I encourage you to uh, do the research. There's lots of tools that are out there. Steven mentioned a couple. What is Circle.io? Yes. There's Mighty Networks. There's Kajabi. There's a few others that are out there. I encourage you to 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 build a place where your audience, where your community, can gather in a safe way and and engage with one another as they participate in whatever activity you're teaching. Mine happens to be leadership, and I want to engage. I want to gather. Uh, an engaged group of leaders to to uh, provide the support, motivation, and encouragement necessary to lead well. So I would encourage you to do that. I would encourage you to check out Mighty Networks, right? And if you so choose to use Mighty Networks, I will have an affiliate link for Mighty Networks in the show notes of this episode. So this is episode number 60. I will have an affiliate link in that in the show notes of that episode so that you can utilize that. It won't cost you any extra to be a part of Mighty Networks, but of course I will get an affiliate promotion from that. So I encourage you to check out Mighty Networks and all the others as well. Mighty Networks might not be the right one for you, but create a community, create an environment where your audience can gather together for the support and encouragement and motivation that you need. I encourage you to do that. Absolutely. Sounds great. And uh, that's that's one way for folks to support what we're doing here, too, is just uh, use the, the affiliate links of the services and products we already use that we recommend. We would never recommend something that we don't use or would use ourselves. So that's just one easy, simple, zero cost way for you to support the show and what we're doing. So why don't you wrap us up, my friend? 
Yeah, I'll do that. So, so yeah, as always, uh, check us out online. Check us out at uh, adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. Adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. That's where you'll find our website. That's where you'll find the show notes for every single episode, including this episode, episode number 60 here. You'll find the show notes. And inside those show notes of this episode, you'll find that affiliate link over to Mighty Networks. I greatly appreciate you using that if you choose use Mighty Networks in your business. Also on the website there, you can find everything that Stephen Faust is doing in his online business there. There's links there, as well as links to my business at credibleleaders.com. There's links there as well. So be sure you check those out. And until we speak to you again next week, go build your online business, get after it.